Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Missing the Point. I am DK Sizzle, joined by a pair of nitwits to talk about the National Football League, uh, a product we're all still hopelessly addicted to, like it's black tar heroin. doesn't matter how many brains melt inside helmets. We're still going to tune every in every Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. I'm here with the real BK, Bob Kelly, and uh, Joe Malkin. I think uh, we're going to do the same thing we always do, guys. We're going to go through Bobby's power rankings, use that as a springboard to, to kind of j- jump off and talk about different teams, the state of the league as a whole. See if even, I mean, me and Bobby did this one last week, did this show last week, Joe, and uh, we were pretty sure that by this week, we would know more than we seem to actually know now, <laughs> which is maybe even less. <laughs> Good teams are still losing, bad bad teams are still winning. We're starting to maybe trying to figure out if one of those is true or not, what teams are good, what teams are bad. There's a few locks, but I mean... Even the mighty chiefs have seem to have some kinks in the armor. So let's uh, let's just get into it. And we're going to start with the Los Angeles. I was about to call them the San Diego, but the Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert and Co. That was uh, that was that was for you, by the way. They're yeah, back. yeah, back in, back. The, back in the back in the top ten. I think, but you know, my argument last week, and Joe, I'll start with you on this one. My argument last week was that on paper, there's as much as they've been somewhat underperforming this season, although they haven't had the easiest schedule. On paper, they still have a ton of talent. So. Uh, how do you like the Chargers at number 10 in the power rankings and where do you see their season going? I just hate the top 10 and and not because Bobby put it together, but just because I, I hate it. There's teams that should be there that, that like just aren't because of how they're playing too and specifically then, too, there's two specifically that you're, that you're mad about being missing, well, right? Well, well, there's, there's, there's one, but no, I'm not mad about you missing them. I'm just saying that parody is. The the parody that they expect is being parodied again. It's like parodyception. I like the Chargers at ten. CBS has them at twelve, so I think it's it's safe having them at ten. I mean, everybody's going to have things ranked differently. This is a good football team, but per usual, Keenan Allen can't stay healthy, mm. and that's and that's been a big issue for me. But they seem to be winning despite that and playing well despite that i think brandon staley is a better coach than we give him credit for Mm. Uh, i think there are some bad coaches in this league uh and i don't think he's i don't think he's in the bottom 10 coaches in the league i think he's a top 22 coach in the league but uh well i mean you know just to not not exactly rebut that point but for what he's executing with what he seems to have on paper talent wise, especially at the quarterback position in a quarterback driven league. Would you not, I mean, bottom 10, top 10, whatever, but would you not level some criticism uh, for the Rocky start to their season? Yeah, sure. I mean, you, you have to, and we, we talk about this with all the teams that have young quarterbacks, second, you know, first, second, third, fourth year quarterbacks. And there's a team right above the chargers here in, in Bobby's uh, top 10, that that head coach is doing more with a lot less uh, and a quarterback that is much worse than Justin Herbert. I, I think Justin Herbert's a good NFL quarterback. He's the reason he's, 
he he's he's pretty much the sole reason why they're still on this list. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because because if you look at this team, so the thing that really sprung me away from them last week was that uh, the left tackle left tackle Slater being out uh, for the season because he's such a big piece. Yeah, you can see the pressure in Herbert too. Yeah, Yeah, and he's he's. He can uh, do well under pressure, but he's not great. You know what I mean? He has a tendency difficult. to make re- I mean, some difficult. bad decisions under pressure. He's, right. kind, of, um, he's, he's kind of a, a prototypical slot guy, too. Uh, you know, pocket guy, too. So it's like, I feel, you know, it's it's not like the, the, the mobile quarterbacks that almost benefit from rolling out or moving or plays breaking down like and they get creative he's not really in that archetype i don't think he needs a little time mm-hmm. uh, you know it would have been great to see joe burrow get that kind of time because i think he's this, sort of the same way but i think uh i think yeah you're right i mean mike williams is a stud too and he at least has some weapons to throw to but like yeah i, f- I do feel like he's put he's He's carrying this fucking team on his back right now. Like I, I had early calls for him at MVP before the season started. It's probably going to be Jalen Hurts at this point, but a little honorable mention for Justin Herbert fucking keeping this thing together with fucking spit and sellotape, right? I mean, is, you, this, is this his third year? Third, yeah. Yeah. Third yeah. year, second head coach. The thing with Staley, man, is like I get being aggressive, but like sometimes aggressive is fucking aggressive. <laughs> well, I think I you know think what for I mean? him, like it's I, just bro, but like fourth and two, minute ten left. And if you they went for what were they on their like 40 yard line? Yeah, and they went for it, give the ball back to Cleveland with a minute ten left, a first down away from t- winning the game. Granted, Cleveland fucking blew it, but bro, you can't, I, I think that's I think that's partly that. it's winning time. Time I time think, to make them drive the field, right? I think that's partly yeah. Staley not having any faith in the Browns. I think that's him underestimating the Browns or or estimating them perfectly. Uh, yeah, I mean he was apparently. right, because, <laughs> apparently right. perfectly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think I think in that in that division too, and they have the Broncos on on Monday Night Football this week, and that's that's not a very good football team. And you want to talk about a bad head coach? Nathaniel Hackett is not a good head coach, or so we've seen through five games. This this one's going to come down to to a coaching decision, like which which coach makes makes the boo boo and. And I don't think it's going to be Staley because I think he was playing that aggressive because of the team he was going up against and what he knows he's going to have to do uh, to attempt to win, especially against a team like the Chiefs. I don't know, man. I feel like that. I feel like the the narrative of that Monday night game is a little bit more like which team's more desperate. And I feel it's definitely the Chargers. Like the Chargers still have a season to salvage. You know, I feel well, I mean, like the Broncos are only a game behind them, though. I, yeah, but if you're you, you totally understand like the, the atmosphere in Denver right now. Like everybody's looking at that Russell Wilson Bro, contract and being they, like, they oh, left, fuck. They, le- they left, they left in overtime. Like they left before overtime. Yeah. Half of that stadium filed out before that team, overtime. That team's already quit, if in my opinion. And I'm happy to be wrong about that, but I, I I'm pretty sure that everybody's like, Holy shit, what kind of a Russell Wilson did we get? Just to go off on a tiny little Denver Broncos tangent, and then we That's can fine. That's, that's, the that's, the what, that's what they're here for, bro. I do I do feel like in Seattle, Russ like those fans grew up with Russell Wilson. Like they came up with him. He won him he won him fucking silverware. And I think the Denver Broncos fans are like, we have no loyalty to you, and you've basically crippled our team if you perform at this level for the next however many years with this fucking billion-dollar contract that we gave you. And it looks like there's a reason why Pete Carroll let him go. So, And I mean, he's a Clint, system guy. Like He is a can, system guy at the end of the day. Like you know, I think Pete Carroll made him look good. You know, I, I don't think what Geno Smith's doing before, up there, but... Right? Yeah, exactly. I think I think there's I think there's a good system and a, and a good head coach in, in Seattle and now you're kind of seeing like, oh shit, like 
I mean, look, I I didn't know. I wanted Russ in fucking Chicago. You know, I wanted fucking anybody before we got fields. I would have taken the fucking janitor that was cleaning out the fucking bathrooms in Soldier Field. But I think, you know, I, I think to see what's now happened, I'm glad he got his bag and everything. And like, I got no allegiance to the Denver Broncos it's either. But all 240 yeah, mil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, it's, yeah it's, but I'm you. You can't be if you're not. I, I mean, Brock Osweiler is is, yeah. is a quarterback to be mad at. At least agreed. At least Russ has proven that he can win. He can win big games. He's proven that he can win big games in the system. He was in under Pete Carroll. See, the, um, thing, the thing with Russ now is though, is you guys remember when Russ was at his, in his prime, bro, his deep ball was the most beautiful goddamn thing. to yeah, watch it was awesome. in, in the entire league. Yeah. He's not even close on well, any of his deep balls so far this year. And, and, and he doesn't look par- like you partnered that in quite honestly. Right, and you, you partnered no, that in, with the fact that he's not doing the Russell hustle shit. You know what I mean? He's not running all over the field. He's not doing spin spin moves in the backfield anymore. Really hard to pound like the pavement that. when you're waking up in silk pajamas, bro. Well, agreed. And eating dangerous sandwiches. But, like, <laughs> come on. Like, come on. Also, with all sorry, that money, sorry, you think Bobby, you hire a better Bobby, publicist. <laughs> Bobby, you didn't you didn't pronounce that right. It's Danger Russ Danger sandwiches. Russ. Danger Russ sandwiches. Yeah. I mean, at least he's mm. a fucking I've done great. So, I've done something like that before. Listen. At least he's a great meme, if not a great quarterback. <laughs> he is, at this he point. is a great meme. He's All a great right, let's ride. But yeah, Joe, uh, moving on. I'll start with you again since you you touched on uh, what's going on in up in New York because you know the I guess it's down in New York for you guys or Bobby. It's down for you. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's, it is, yeah, it's down. It's down. Yeah, great. So down in New York, uh, over in New York for me. Yeah, these this Giants team. I I think it's a it's a it's a flimsy four and one. They're four and one, right? I yeah. think it's a it's a flimsy four and one. I think that there's always teams that like you know they've won more games, and I think that they're they maybe like are able to on paper coming into a, a, a this part of the year, but I don't know. I mean Saquon Barkley's looked great, uh, and like you said, that they're getting a lot out of that fucking Daniel Jones guy, which I wouldn't have bet on in a million years. So no. how do you feel about New York? Do you feel do you think that they're uh do you think that they're a little thin and this is gonna even itself out or are they like gonna win that division? Wait, can I go first? Sorry. So I'm sorry. But they weren't real until they beat the Packers. Now is when you can actually consider them real because they beat someone who actually mattered now. You know what I mean? Like you can't sit here and tell me that if the Bears beat the Packers two weeks ago, you'd be like, this team is real. We're 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 in it. We're a contender now. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But like, the, but the difference, right? That you're you're missing from the comparison is I can look at the Giants objectively, and if it's the Bears, I would be going berserk for <laughs> a completely illogical <laughs> basis. So it's not a fair comparison. But like, I'd be like, we're winning the Super Bowl. I like, with, yeah, of course. <laughs> when you have a legit player like Zaquan Barkley in a, in a position with a uh, play caller like Davil that that can just get every ounce of of ability and, and production out of that position. You know what I mean? It's 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 unbelievable what he's doing with Saquon. Well that's um, what he's that's yeah. what he's done is he's he's gotten the team to buy in and, mm-hmm. and everybody's a part of it. And you know Kadarius Tony is hurt, but the wide receiving core Sterling there Shepherd's out is, Shepherd's out too. Shepherd's out too, but the wide receiving core there is sneaky good. Between Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Tony, Darius Slayton, this David Sills kid, this Wandale Robinson guy out of Kentucky, like they like they have Kenny Galladay, who was a top receiver in Detroit for a lot of years, 
and he's barely top, re- top receiver. Detroit's like being the world's tallest I, midget, though. <laughs> yeah, I I understand, and and we can we, we you know I, I will actually we won't talk about the Lions because we won't talk about the Patriots, but they they're a fun team to watch. They're interesting to watch because Bobby's right. Like Dayball's squeezing every ounce every of ounce, effort bro. out of all of these guys. Saquon's finally healthy and clearly was being completely mismanaged by Joe Judge and Ben McAdoo. Um, yeah, you know what? Like, I don't even think he was being like. I don't. I don't think he was being treated right as far as health stuff goes. But I also don't even think he was being schemed for uh, for his full potential. Like, no. he's catching balls now out in the flat that like give him he's a little up, he's room to run. Bro. Like, I it's crazy. Like, it's it, he's like I feel like they were giving him the Derrick Henry treatment before, where it was like load him up. You know, like like put the workload on him. Like find him some holes. Like let's see what he can do. Like four yards per carry. Love it like unbelievable like great return but now it's like let's make them scheme for him like let's let's confuse them let's make them watch him all fucking day because then it opens up like you said like a sneaky good receiving core and it gives daniel jones throws that like quite frankly anybody could fucking make (laughs) that's what it's about right is simplifying the offense and and to bring the to bring the patriots in i mean look what the patriots (laughs) what was the over under on that you just couldn't (laughs) help yourself that was great but look what the patriots just did with the rookie quarterback (laughs) yeah right so but it's the same it's the same thing right like don't make the offense too complicated and that's what dable did and he implemented the same offense that he had uh, up in Buffalo, but actually adding it, added in some, some running plays. Cause he actually has a running back down here. Not that Devin Singletary is a bad running back, but he's but, not Zaquan Barkley, but he's not Saquon Barkley. <laughs> so <laughs> is. there's like three guys like that in the whole league. There's no, I mean, is there anyone like Zaquan though? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, definitely not Zeke. They're di- I mean, they're fact. different. I would say like, you could, you know, you'd be just as happy with Derek. Henry the, with him, you know, you'd be just as happy with, with the Saquon. You'd be, who, who else am I forgetting? I mean, if Aaron Derek, Jones, Derrick Henry, Derrick yeah, Henry, if Aaron Jones wasn't wasn't like in a committee in Green Bay, I feel like he could be used. Oh, like AJ Dillon's the better running back there. Tony, right? Tony Pollard, obviously. Tony Pollard, yeah, uh, anyway. totally. <laughs> so it's funny, Joe. First of all, it's like you said the word "patriot" in the first sentence. You're like, I can't talk about them, and then they were just like tickling the back of your brain, like well, you it, talk it, about it. Makes sense, right? But the con makes sense because Dave said it. Like, no, he's it's, throws it, it's it. It was just that, that just about anybody can make it, and that's what that's what Belichick did with Zappy this week, and, and that's what these teams need to be doing with these young quarterbacks that aren't great. Let them manage the game. Don't. Don't make them go out there and throw up balls like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers do every week because it's not it's not going to work. Yeah. So there, there's two things. First, Andrew Jones is sneaky athletic. I always forget that this dude can just absolutely burn. Like he averages sixty to seventy yards a game, I think, or maybe a little less. Now, definitely exaggerating, but you know what I mean. Austin and, Eckler. That's who I was forgetting. Austin Eckler. Oh, uh, he's been second. a fucking beast. And then secondly, but what it just kind of hit me that like what the Giants are doing. It's like they took what the Niners. Brought to the forefront with Debo those last two years where he he was a wide receiver. He was a running back. He didn't know where he was going to line up. They kind of made their whole game plan around him. And they almost expanded it to where it's like, this is now our identity. We're going to stay in these games all four quarters. Every single time we're going to be in the end of that game. Because we're just going to sit here and pound Zaquan down your throat. Throw him out of the backfield. <laughs> Debo. Consensually. De- consensually. Like consensually, of course. Of course. <laughs> and... Always consensual here. I'm missing the point. It just reminds me a lot of the Debo factor, man, except it's even more with with Zaquan and this Giants team. You know? 
Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think they're fun to watch. Uh, I got Saquon Barkley in a fantasy football trade with uh, our producer, Craig Delessandra. So now I'm even more invested. Uh, he's he's a lot. He's a lot to handle. I like it. Moving on to the Ravens. I, I'm not sure anything's really changed uh, from mm-hmm. what we've taught, what we talked about last week, Bobby. Uh, Joe, like essentially to sum it up, it's this really isn't Lamar Jackson's fault. Like, I know that people want to are quick to jump on it. Like, tell me if you disagree, but I know people are, are quick to jump on the narrative that like Lamar Jackson isn't really a, a quarterback. You can't build a winning uh, Super Bowl winning team around him. Uh, he doesn't perform in the playoffs. Like you've heard all these all these things before. But the kind of what we settled on is the fact that they're in all of all places that in, in Baltimore, their defense is fucking trash. And uh, it seems to just be blowing fucking games for what Lamar Jackson is doing, which is basically his job if anything's really changed in your mind bobby before that go ahead but just yeah i just want to make the point that jim harbaugh did what we said yeah and kick the god did kick yeah use the use the greatest kicker of all time about time to win win game yeah Mm -hmm. and they won yeah Mm. isn't that weird yeah go ahead joe I liked no, his line about being I a mean, system kicker too. Did you hear that? <laughs> it's just it, it's 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 still crazy to me. But he was like, like he was like, oh, it's all about the snap and the hold and like once you get all that down, I'm just a system kicker. I'm like, no, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Justin Tucker, Justin you Tucker are is the best system. kicker of all time. Uh, <laughs> you are Justin Tucker is the best kicker of all time, and that's that can be debated, I guess. But it, and then not. that Whoa, they have hey, the hey. they they have the second best tight end in the league in Mark Andrews, Andrews Travis Kelsey. Jackson is dynamic. He's proven he can throw the ball. We know he can run. He's got, I think he needs a better running back. Uh, outside of that, their wide receiving core is, is sneaky above average and, and they do, they do a good job. And you're right, Dave, that's the biggest thing that is, is why they're three and two and not four and one or five and oh, uh, is their defense kind of sucks. And, and that's, that's going to be a problem. Uh, we down also the road. mentioned we also mentioned Harbaugh. Like the league seems to sort of be passing him by a little bit as far as like how he can scheme and like how what his kind of game management has turned into. Because I feel sure. like the kind of losses that the Ravens have suffered are like nowhere near the kind of losses you expect a Jim Harbaugh team to like. Because it's like mental I mean. mistakes, John. penalties, like yeah. you know, yeah. It's uh, sorry. Uh, whatever they look real similar <laughs> but uh but i feel you know it's like at the end His of the day is longer <laughs> Dude, i i don't know if i can pick him apart i haven't measured it jim's 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 face is taller john's yeah. the one in the ravens <laughs> yeah here yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right john's in purple and yeah. jim is in, is in maize and blue yeah yeah hey. he's being red all right yeah i mean like i don't know i nothing's nothing's really nothing's really changed for me as far as the ravens go like i just think they need to get a little bit they need to little, get a little bit more disciplined, you know, keep giving the ball to their best players to win the games and just try to get it sorted out on defense. Cause I feel like the entire fucking Baltimore Ravens defense walked into, into my office right now that I wouldn't be able to tell who the fuck was who. So I, they got to go get some studs. They got to go figure some shit out. Not their yeah, year though. They'll be second in that division. They'll be Not, second yeah. in that division behind, behind Cincinnati and they'll probably make the playoffs. But I just, if the narrative of, about Lamar Jackson's career, if he never wins a Super Bowl and he keeps getting bounced down the playoffs, if the narrative is going to be, he was never really a QB, he was a glorified running back, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I would just like to, I would That's like so to. stupid. Yeah, yeah, but I would like to at least be have it be on his terms. You know, I would like to see Lamar Jackson succeed or fail because of Lamar Jackson. I don't want it to be because of their fucking defense, you know? Well, it's, it, it, it could, could we use, and not to go off on a tangent, but could, could we use. It's what we do, dude. 
I know. Could we use Mike Vick as kind of a comp? That's with him? you just took, bro. You took that. You took that right out of my brain. I think he throws his, a better ball than Mike Vick. I was just gonna say so. Yeah, why, but Mike Vick threw a hell of a long ball, man. His deep like ball he, was sexy. Yeah, nah, it was the best I mean, ball he threw. But, I know, but he like so. He yeah, but like when you when you think the long ball, when you think about Mike Vick's career, you know, uh, besides the his football career you don't no one ever points out like oh he wasn't a good quarterback he wasn't this they're like oh he was that electric quarterback he did this he beat the packers in the wild card that one time yeah but um, i that's not but, the narrative that that uh jackson gets you know like, right that's jump. what i was Why? gonna say yeah. it, that's not the narrative jackson gets and i don't really get it because you're right he is a better passer like Bobby, speak. can i ask you a question on this yeah go ahead. is it because it was a novelty when Vic it, did it, it was that Probably. is that's yeah. exactly yeah. why more of a common that's exactly thing why. He broke Madden that year. <laughs> you know, it was they like, did. It, it's like it wasn't all we'd never seen a quarterback like that. And now now people are so fucking jaded. And it's like, no, you have to be this. You have to be this. And like, quite frankly, like he's the only guy in the league that's like that. And I think there's guys that are like, you know, the Patrick Mahomes of the world and, and the Josh Allen's of the world. They can move like they can shake the fucking hips. They can put a little move on and like make make a play. Aaron Rodgers can still fucking do it even, you know, like at his at his ripe old age. I don't know how old he is in ayahuasca years, but. I think the I you know I think a guy like Lamar Jackson as dynamic as he is there's no one else like that like I mean for me I'm a fan of a terrible NFC team I'm happy to watch the fucking Ravens play because he's playing you know like it's one of those sure. things where I'm like this is you know th- this is just fun to watch like whether they win or not it's like when I was when I used to watch all Allen Iverson games I'm like I just love it like I just love I love seeing him do I, his thing so I think of it almost as as the uh CK skit where it's like a- airplanes Every you know, it's everything's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everything's amazing. <laughs> I, I yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's talking about the guy that I mean. Sorry for uh, everyone that's going to be offended that we're talking about. Oh yeah, sorry. Now, now shamed. We got yelled second at time. Second time. But uh, he's like, oh, they announced like this is an old uh, bit. But he's like, oh, they announced they're going to have Wi-Fi in the plane. And he was like, that's amazing. I can't believe we're doing that. And then uh, the guy, they were like, ah, sorry, it's not working. And the guy next to me was like, oh, that's bullshit. And he's like. You're mad about something you didn't even know existed ten minutes ago. He's like, yeah, you right. should be, for, you should be worshiping the fact that we're flying through the air right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Lamar, exactly Lamar right. Jackson is the airplane. Where yeah, it's like we should all be sitting here, like, oh my god. But everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, bro, did you see he overthrew that. Do you see ninety percent of the quarterbacks that play in the NFL right now? Listen, yeah. not a, no one can run as fast as Lamar, and I promise you. People are missing more throws than Will Myers every he's Sunday. A, he's a top 10 quarterback in the league. Without Absolutely. a doubt. Without Absolutely. A doubt. All right, cool. Let's truck on through. Uh, cool. We're going on to Joe's favorite subject, Tom Brady. He's um, a top 32 quarterback in the league. <laughs> uh, best quarterback. Right, right. Nuzzled right up next to Jimmy G. You know, like, right. right by. <laughs> so what we talked about uh, before, Joe, was, you know, the idea of, and I actually am going to let him go first this time, Bobby. The What we talked about before is that the idea that as much as as much talent as the Bucks seem to have on paper, uh, something doesn't feel right in, in Tampa Bay. I know they have Tom Brady, uh, but there's like, you know, some tabloid shit going on with him. He doesn't, I'm, I, I'm not going to go so far as to say that he doesn't look the same because I think he's still pretty elite and it doesn't, I couldn't really pinpoint like anything of him like losing a step or like looking any worse or anything like that. But 
that I mean, yeah, there's uh, some weird going on with his face, but he probably just ate the latest <laughs> like fucking child sacrifice, you know, and like that's part of the process of of, of regeneration. Like the doctor from the Doctor Who's skull sa- stage, you know. Yeah, Are you saying uh, he spent those eleven days on a certain island? Yeah, yeah, uh, him and the rest of the Illuminati. But what do you think? Eleven going more on years. Now? What do you think's going on down there in uh, in Tampa Bay? Is he is he going to win another Super Bowl? Like, <laughs> well, Bob, Bobby's got him ranked seventh. I think there is a chance he could win another Super Bowl. There's clearly something going on with him at home uh they lured up right that's uh yeah they did part of what i think part of what i think is going on i think as much as people have this conversation in new england about is it bill is it tom uh, i think there's a conversation to be had down there of of is it tom uh, or or is it who was the coach last year whose name is literally Arians. just giving me Bruce Arians. Yeah. And and I think that they work together better than Tom thinks they did. And I think Bruce just wanted a handle on what was going on in the offensive room and, and Tom said no. Uh and they didn't get along very well. So now he's got Todd Bowles. And Todd Bowles only pays attention to the defense and Tommy gets to run the offense. I think him not being there for 11 days and then coming back and yelling and screaming at his guys on the field, regardless of what was going on, uh, isn't a good look, regardless of who he's getting hit a lot, man. He's getting hit a lot, you know, he's getting hit a lot. I I think that, but that's what I mean is I think there's more, I think there's more going on there than, than meets the eye. And what I'm alluding to is I, I think maybe the guys around him are a little tired of his bullshit. But so, but the Bucks chose him. So that's like he he got into that bout with Arians, everything like that. It was all behind closed doors. So we don't actually. Well, of course, like of this course, the happened. Bucks are going to choose Tom Brady. The Patriots didn't. And you yeah, think I was going to say the Patriots didn't. You think um, that the Bucks front office is going to sit there and go, "Well, the Patriots effed it up, so we're going to do the same thing and and pick the 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 sixty five year old coach." Over the forty-four-year-old quarterback. No, of the, course the not. Th- the thing is, though, guys, is we, you know, no matter how the Bucks look right now, right? No matter what happens, if they're within, if they're let's say seven and five coming down the stretch, bro, they're a dangerous team at the end of this season. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of of what they look right right now, it's Tom fucking Brady. You know, un- until Tom Brady stops being Tom Brady. <laughs> It's you, you cannot count that guy out Un, until he's like, I'm out, you know, what until, if, what he's, this, until he's done. What if we're watching it happen? Like well, right now, what if we're watching they're Tom three Brady? And two. Right. But they're I, three I understand and two. they're three. I understand they're three and two, but the Ravens are three and two. And, and who in not, that division, but who in that division is going to beat it? Oh, I, if, New, if, New Saints, Orleans, hey, if New Orleans, if New Orleans, if New Orleans, what, bro? If New Orleans, what, bro? Come on. If New Orleans, are we still doing this? Healthy? Andy does. If New I know if New Orleans can get yes. healthy and they can get Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara on the field That's at the same time and Literally still use Taysom Hill as a as a dynamic playmaker, they can they can win that division with Jameis Winston if he can get healthy. And come That's back. a big hill for them to climb at this point. And the thing with Taysom is we have that game. Every year, it's like literally for the last five years, there's been that Taysom Hill game where he scores forty six fantasy points. And next week he gets like Plays four positions, <laughs> right? He's, and but, yeah, like, but right, but but the difference there is the difference there is that right now that starting quarterback is is out, 
And the last time he did that was when the starting quarterback had announced his retirement and was reaching the end. And they were looking for some gadget plays to get this guy invested. Now they've invested in him and they've signed him to a big contract. So of course they're going to use him. Or no, he's not going to get 46 fantasy points a week, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about two teams battling for the top spot in a bad division because Atlanta sucks and Carolina sucks. Carolina just fired their head coach. So I, I, I don't know what their record is against those other two teams this year, but there's no way that New Orleans or Tampa should lose any of those four games. And I think those two teams would split. So I, I think we're looking at two five and one teams in the division. And if Tampa is seven and five after 12 games, what is the Saints record right now? I think they've won one game. No, I think they're, they're two and three because they beat, they won in London. Oh, that's right. Oh, no, they lost in London. They lost on like a 62 yard field goal. So I don't know. They've won one game. They're two and three. I'm no, literally, where's the, my stream? So they're, they they're, they're a game, by, and, and the Falcons are two and three. They're a game behind Tampa in that division. They have so uh, beaten t- Atlanta. They lost to Tampa. Oh, my God. They lost to Carolina. So maybe maybe I'm completely off base here. Yeah, uh, they, they listen, lost I'm, to the Vikings, and they beat the Seahawks. There is no way. Listen, I've watched, like, if you watch Red Zone every Sunday, right? I do. I do. You, right. So you, I know you guys. So when you watch the Panthers, it's pitiful. When it's you watch bad. the Falcons, it's pretty bad. There's 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 bright spots. I'll give you that. Their running game is pretty good. They got Drake London. But most of the time, it's Marcus Mariota. I like uh, overthrowing I like, balls I like or fumbling. Cordell Patterson. Um, I, he's hurt. No, just this last week though, he was he's had a good start to the season for them. Well, of course you like him because you liked him in a Bears uniform. All yeah, I'm saying, he looks is, sexy. So Tampa Bay's. <laughs> Tampa Bay's minus three hundred right now to win the division. That's what the green. That's what the Green Bay Packers are to beat the Jets. That's week. a lot. That's what. The, that's what the Bucks. That's what the Bucks are to beat the Steelers. Like it's, it would be a huge upset. I don't think. I don't think Tampa's winning the Super Bowl this year. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl. Wait, I, I agree. With they're you gonna there. win their division though. Like they're winning that division. Like that. That, sh- that ship is sailed. <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom Brady's gonna have that wrapped up by end of November. That's why they. That's why they play the games, Dave. Yeah, and like at the start of the season when you two specifically were like New Orleans, New Orleans, and I was like they're gonna suck, and then they played the games and they sucked. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Yeah, uh, here I, mean, I am saying they they can't lose to Atlanta and Carolina, and they lost to both. They so. lost to both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I, I oh, better, no, better no, wait, 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 wait. He'll play. He'll, He'll play. play. All right, moving on to I've I've frankly absurd uh six six piece Vikings placement. I don't know if you saw the like not very good Chicago Bears come very fucking close to like a massive comeback victory over them. I don't know if you saw them like barely win the games that they've been winning and fucking lose to teams that they shouldn't have been losing into. Like what what is it that you're Bobby, what is it that you're seeing about the Minnesota Vikings that I'm not seeing? Because I think you're looking at their roster and you're going like, but that guy's good and that guy's good and that guy's good, instead of looking at him on the field and going like, Wait, that guy's supposed to be good, but he's not. And so neither is that guy, neither is that guy. And Kirk Cousins is still their fucking quarterback. So like, why are they better than the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Like, why are they better than the Baltimore Ravens? Like, please make it make sense to me. Because they're currently four and one. And when you look up and down that roster, man, it's it's exactly what you said. It, it's like that guy's fucking awesome. And that guy, all I got to say is if they play a primetime game, I promise you they won't be on the top 10 the next week. It's not like I'm saying like Vikings are going to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying on any given Sunday, 
that's oh a tough. <laughs> uh, no, I, right. I went there. I cliched it. On any given Sunday, that's a tough team to beat. You know what? I mean? If that team is on, they, Dude, they could put up forty can I, can on just, you. Any can given. I just say, can I just say? And this is going to be obviously difficult for me to say, but they, I they, wish they, I wish that Vikings game wasn't Sunday night. You know yeah, what I mean? Because sure. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> you just can't do prime time, man. Yeah, He's got like a can. bedtime or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's <laughs> like, he just can't do it, man. He's like, fuck! I turned into a pumpkin in oh, ten minutes. Interception! 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 Gotta- <laughs> <laughs> Look. Week one, they blow out the Packers, right? Which I think we can kind of say was a little bit of an anomaly. I think, like, if they played the Packers this week, if can anyone make the case to me that the Packers don't win that game? I think. Are the Packers? Wait, can we, can we go? No, go ahead. Keep going. Just, no, just yeah, you go for They it. lose to the Eagles, who are the number one team on your power rankings, who you've been maintaining are full of, like, it's a stud show. It's like Chip, Chippendales on a Saturday night over in, in Philadelphia, according to you. So... Okay, they lose by three touchdowns to them. Like, fine. Two touchdowns to them, sorry. And then they go on to barely beat the Lions, who are not good. Barely beat the Saints, who we've established are not good. And they almost get come back on by the fucking Bears, except for two weeks in a row, Chicago has a random-ass guy make a fucking offensive play and do something super stupid. Same thing, too. That was fucking weird. Yeah, so I'm off point last week, you know, for what could have potentially been a game-winning drive. I'm not saying it would have been, but it would have been nice to, like, try. And then uh, a guy catches a fucking, with no time on the clock, a guy catches a ball, and instead of just stepping out of bounds, cuts inside, gets the ball ripped from him like a fucking child, and the game ends. Sorry. So... Um, Wait, wait, wait. wait, I I watched that Vikings team. I watched them play the Bears. They're not good. They're not good. 15 completions, bro. I'm impressed. Yeah, Justin Fields, and that what like what this is what I mean. I mean just again, the very brief Bears ch- tangent. Yeah, what I've been saying, your Bears, and I and I said this to you last week. You got to fucking win or lose with your with your guy. And they did. They haven't been giving him a chance to make fucking plays. So at least when they gave him the chance to make plays, he made plays, and that, that wasn't that, his fault that because he completed the you. fucking pass. That, that left the tackle pass. fucked you, right? That, that that was the game. I you know I think we're losing a lot of close games, and I think that I like what they're doing over there, and I I like that they're being a little bit less conservative, and I think it is kind of a season of like let's see who we got here, and I you know the baby bears, it's exciting, but quite frankly, like the staying on topic with the Minnesota Vikings, like I understand you're not saying they're going to win Super Bowl, but I'll go to Joe on this. Like, wh- what do you think, Joe? Like, if you're if you're coming up against if you if you've got a thousand dollars betting put on anyone playing the Vikings in the first round of the playoffs, are you worried? Are you worried that the Vikings are going to come in and take your thousand dollars? Oh my god! I'm asking Joe. I, I I mean, am I betting? Am I betting against the Vikings? Yeah, yeah, I, I am. <clears throat> I I think this is a good football team, and there's something that Cousins has there now that he hasn't had there before, and that's a very offensive-minded head coach who has taken a mediocre to above to a mediocre to average, slightly above average quarterback to a Super Bowl and won it. Uh, and that's Kevin O'Connell coaching Matt Stafford. He's also coached Jared Goff and made him look good. So that guy's um, got think, a fucking bum hand of quarterbacks in his career. He made, he made, Goff, <laughs> yeah. he made Goff look amazing. But, that, but that's what I'm talking about. And that's what everybody is looking for now is that young head coach that is a, a quarterback whisperer that's going to get the most out of little. And, and I, I mean, Bobby kind of alluded to it and, and said it without saying it and, and correct me if I'm putting words in your mouth, Bobby, but Kirk cousins is a good NFL quarterback. He just can't win in prime time. Am yeah, I, that's it. That's if, it. They, if they put him on wild card weekend, 
on the Saturday one o'clock game. No, I'm not worried. I, I'm I'm worried about somebody taking you know taking the money uh, because I think that they can they can win that game. They're a good football team. But all the playoff they're, games, you'll. Are, 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 I'll, I'll tell you, their defense the lights, isn't great you know? though. They've scored 115 points. They've allowed 102. Yeah, uh, and that's with a four and one record. So I mean, they're kind of doing what the Lions have done in a way. But they're a better football team, much more disciplined. And, Do you think they're better and than the Bucks? Well coached. Do I think they're better than the Bucks? Mm. I I'm I don't know if I I think I'm too biased to answer that question. Okay, so I would, I would you say think they're yes. better than the Ravens. Here, here. Wait, wait, let, let me lay better it than the from, Ravens. From, I don't from, think they're better listen, than the Ravens. Wait, wait, wait. From the pro, so we, you gotta with the power rankings, you gotta you gotta forget what you know. Bobby, about, I was just about, about to defend you. About about Bobby. listen, wait, wait, wait. About, about football. Wait, no, not about football. About Bobby, can about, you say that line listen. again so that Craig listen, can cut it and use it? About that past reputation of the team. This is the 2022 power rankings. And you're telling me right now that when you watch the Vikings this year versus when you watch the Bobby. Bucks, when Bobby. you watch the Ravens. They they're not consistently better. I'll tell you something. Field. I'll, I'll Bobby, tell you something. Can I right defend now. you? I'll tell you something right now. If the yeah, if the Vikings are playing the books, are. if the Vikings are playing the books, say you got even odds across this, right? And we're talking we're talking gambling my harder Leah's harder money. If the uh-huh. Vikings are playing the books, I'm betting on the books. If the Vikings are playing the Ravens, I'm betting on the fucking Ravens. If the Vikings are playing the Chargers, I'm betting on the Chargers. The Vikings are playing the Giants. I'm not thrilled about it, but I'm betting on the fucking Giants. Well, guess what, Dave? The only team out of that list that you just said is the Giants that they actually do play, and that's on the year, uh, on Christmas Eve. All right, you know what? I'm going to put At my money where o'clock. my mouth is. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Right now, after we're done with this podcast, I'm going to put $100 on the fucking Giants to win that game. Okay. And we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And we'll fucking see. So, so and if I win Dave, that, I should get wait, a just, special just bonus that these motherfuckers never make the power rankings again. <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna any anyway. I'm gonna defend Bobby because I I don't necessarily think that they're. I'm better. attacking Bobby. I'm just attacking his. Power no, no, and, and I'm and I'm, I'm I know and I'm, <laughs> I'm really attacking the Vikings. <laughs> I'm gonna defend his power rankings. Not I don't like Bobby. That. I'm not gonna defend you. I'm gonna defend your power rankings because I don't like them because. But I don't like them because of how you rank the teams. I just think there's just so much parity, like I said in the open. But the power rankings probably has these guys where it should be because their only loss is against the number one team in these power rankings. They blew out the Packers 23 to seven, but just sure, like last they, week, was, I, I think was, strength of schedule needs to factor in here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, strength just, of schedule needs to factor in here. We all had the Packers winning the division. The Vikings smoked them. Yeah. In game one of the fucking of the NFL season, which we all agreed sure. was like a little bit of a weird week, you know, well, and now the they other, have a test. The other now, three teams they beat were trash except for Dave, one real plucky young one. Yeah, but Dave, like, now they have. Well, actually, you know what? They don't have a test this week because Skylar Thompson is. Are starting you saying? Are offense. you saying you're the? Pl- are, were you the plucky one? Are you the plucky? Yeah, you're the plucky. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> we can, I don't we think plucky young can, upstarts. Right, <laughs> you guys are over here like laughing your asses off, and I'm like, I'm so serious right now. No, I think I, the Vikings. I think the Vikings are properly ranked here ahead of the Vikings and the Buccaneers, based on what has happened. I don't think that they're a better football team at this point. They probably will fall below those two teams. I mean, they are firm with this fair, but they, but they do they have a favorable schedule. They do right. have a favorable schedule. They're going to go up against a rookie quarterback this week for the dolphins and Skylar Thompson. Then they're going to go, then they're going to host the Cardinals up in Minnesota. 
excuse me. Then then they got the Commanders, and then they have they have a tough one against the Bills and a tough one against the Cowboys, and then they got the Patriots, and who the hell knows what's going to happen there on on uh, Thanksgiving. I I would be apt to put my money on the Vikings for that one, but that's that's just me. Well, they're going to get fucking spanked by the Bills, and they're going to get fucking spanked by the Cowboys. And I don't even know, like, Cowboys aside, like, all that, all those jerks aside, like, Cowboys just match up so fucking badly against them. Like, just exactly what the Cowboys bring to the table is how I would design a team to beat the fucking Minnesota Vikings. All right. So moving on to a team I'm really excited to talk about because I really, really enjoy watching them play this year, uh, mainly because of how they are the defensive side of the ball. It's the San Francisco 49ers. James Richard Garoppolo. On to the next one. (laughs) <laughs> Joe's second favorite subject. Jimmy G aside, I, I think for now, uh, we'll we'll come back to him. But I think he's got a terrible deep ball. It's, it's one of the worst I've ever seen. So the uh, the 49ers, the 49ers deep. We're just going to dig real quick Sorry. before we talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what I'm going to lead off with when we get to the Jimmy G conversation. 49ers defense is fucking great. They can play. Ben don't break defense when they have to. They can play ball hawk defense when they have to. They have 50 fucking schemes they can switch to. They're super situational. They've got fucking studs all over the field. I hope Bose is okay. I, I haven't heard anything about him. I don't know what's going, going on there. But they're super fun to watch. And uh, I, I just I really like this team overall because, like you said, it's like uh, a little earlier, Bobby, was they're, they're going to be there. They're going to be there for all four quarters, and they're going to give themselves a chance to win the game. They're well-coached. Uh, they're well-managed. They look quite frankly night and day different with uh with with jimmy g in there they really, they really and do. and like on the offensive side of the ball and it's given their defense a chance to to shine and be, be, it's going to be between the cowboys and the 49ers i think for best defense this year and i i'm leaning i'm leaning 49ers at the moment because i just feel like they're so versatile they're so fast they're so athletic and they're smart they're they're managing games from the defensive side of the ball and it's really really fun to watch so uh, Joe, I'll go to you first on this. What have you liked from the 49ers on the defensive side of the ball? And then we can transition to talking about your uh, your favorite man in the world. Well, Nick Bosa is the better Bosa brother. Uh, he also does stay on the field more, even though there's they a chance both he doesn't just play fall apart, bro. I don't understand those two. Well, I think, I don't know. They Joe, play hard, Joey bro. Bosa, they play fucking hard. <laughs> they do play like hard. Their muscles I think Joey Bosa are just so strong baby. or something. They just rip from their body. You yeah. know, and that's what keeps happening. Right. I, I just called Joey Bosa a baby, but you in context, um, <laughs> I, I think he's kind of a baby. But Nick Bosa, I think I think they're both gamers. Um, I think their defense is completely solid. They've done a great job putting that defense together, and I think that's why uh, Jim, Jimmy fits well into the team because again, they have a good running game, they have a dynamic offense. And he really doesn't need to do a lot but game manage. And then, you know, it's the same conversation we just had about Lamar, and I'm totally going to switch sides of the ball on you right now, Dave. We, we just had this conversation about Lamar. Oh, well, he's not a real quarterback. And then it, you see all the memes and stuff about Jimmy, and it's like, uh, yeah, I won a game, and, and all we did was run uh, and play defense. And it's like, great, great. If the most important position on the field doesn't need to be your best and he can manage a game, which he does very well, and he makes most of the throws that he needs to make, uh, then that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, he's got a dynamic offense and guys that can go over the middle, aren't afraid to to go up against the big guys. He can make those short throws. You're right, his deep ball is is terrible, but that's why they don't really have a guy that can go deep. So they've they've built the team around that style of offense, 
And I think that one, I think that's why it's working better with Jimmy than it did did with uh, what's his face, who who shouldn't have been the starting quarterback anyway, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Um, and I think their defense is solid. I mean, they're they're three and two. I I don't think they're going to end up winning this division at the end of the year, but I think they'll remain in the top ten most of the year because I I just think they're that good, and I think Shanahan is that good of a coach. Yeah, Shanahan is really what makes his team go right. I mean. You, you, you look at what they can do with the running back position. It's just impressive. Like, anytime a, a, a 49er running back goes down, the next running back is the top waiver wire pickup, and you know you're getting eight to nine weeks of, like, solid production out of that guy because they're just they're, – they're so solid. Like, you know exactly what they're going to do, especially with Jimmy G at the helm. That's the thing is, like, we know what this team can do. We've already seen what they can do regardless of when they underperform or what games they lose because of, you know, Jimmy G's sometimes shit games where he runs out of back of end zones or, or, or shit like that. But, like, when it comes down to it, I man, I'm going to build him back up. We're, we're doing the sandwich here. <laughs> so, but, like, when it comes down to it, he does win the games that matter. And, and he does do what he needs to do to win a game. And that's all that team needs. So as long as Jimmy G isn't doing ridiculous things, that team is going to go far. Yeah. Uh, I When you say they're not going to win the division, Joe, do you mean the Rams are going to figure out what the fuck is going on and win the division? I I, I got the 49ers winning it. I, I don't know, because I, I, kind of, I kind of follow your thought process uh, that we've talked about with Stafford, where, you're, you know, you mentioned they, they finally figured him out. Figured him I, out I in think, the fucking NFC North a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I know what he was doing. <laughs> I think McVay can, can adjust to to what's going on down there and and i think they'll be all right uh it's gonna be, it'll be close but i i think the rams will win that division but i just was we just played the rams and i gotta tell you that offense is not scary anymore i don't know if it's because i have well, a fucking amazing defense but like Here, here's the they're thing, just man. it's it's only cooper cup guys that's it yeah. that's, but i mean that's that's, that's all not, they are that's not something we haven't seen before with stafford is the thing like i t- like i told you guys last season and I, I did end up being wrong because they went to the super bowl and they won one but it was a little bit of a weird year. I mean, I'm not saying that the Bengals were like the hardest fucking Super Bowl opponent anyone's ever had. But regardless, I mean, you pressure him. And what he does is, I don't know if you guys remember playing like Madden against your friends in high school. And like the kid that sucked, like always just pressed the same button when he was trying to throw to the, throw to, throw to receivers. So it was like just going to fucking Calvin Johnson, say, every single time or going to Cooper Cup every fucking single time. And it's like we pressure him. And his vision goes. He, he he can't go through his read. He's just that kind of quarterback. And he's always been like that. And I don't know. They figured it out. And unless they can get some serious protection and time for him in there and figure that out, whatever the fuck is going on, and he can actually start going through his read and spreading out that offense a little bit. You know, he's got weapons he doesn't even look at. And I, you know, it's it's his fault as far as I'm concerned. Like, he's playing like shit. You think about it, too. The, the two most important pieces to that run last year was Beckham and Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Those, those guys brought that to everyone was, you know, they're, they're washed up. They're the, now they I mean, Von Miller was what I would say. Von Miller was amazing. And, and OBJ was about to be Super Bowl MVP yeah. until he tore his ACL. So I just think those two losses are huge because now you look at the guys they replaced them with and you got like two scrubs at outside linebacker and you got who's that, what's that guy's name? Narek Skowanerick. Skowanerick. Yeah, that's that's who they replaced o- Odell Beckham with. And Allen Robinson is invisible and doesn't exist. But he doesn't get looked at anymore. He doesn't so. get looked at. Yeah, he's invisible. Ever. He just doesn't exist. 
So I don't know. I picked him. Somebody dropped him. I think it might've been your dad. And <laughs> I picked him up at the way. Like, I don't know. Maybe they'll start looking his way in a few weeks. I'll leave him on the bench and see what happens. But all right. Powering on through. I enjoyed talking about the 49ers. I'm looking forward to seeing how, seeing how their season unfolds. Uh, Bobby, how about them Cowboys? How you yeah, feeling? That's a good, good segue. Uh, good, man. So I, I, I got to admit, I'm still being reserved. So I, I kind of compare this to like, I'm at the 04 Cowboys or 04 Cowboys, 04 Red Sox stage with this team where like, I'll believe it when you I heard it here it. For, first, folks. They're going to win a championship. Bobby says they're going to hey, they're going to win a championship um, this season. No, I, okay. So the O three Red Sox, I guess the pre O four, where I, I just I'll believe it when I see it, man. Like I I I, I do have it? I know I do have all the faith in this team. I love this defense, and I think if they keep doing this, they are a tough team to beat. It can beat any team every any week. It doesn't matter who they match up against. If that defense is on, th- they can win that game. Who's the quarterback? How, uh, wait, we'll get there, but I just, I, 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 I got to see it at the end of the season. However, for now, this defense is probably the best team I've ever watched in my entire life. It is a good, it is a good question though. Like, you know, it sort of does have to be addressed. I'll say this. I'll, I'll say if, if Cooper Rush comes out and they beat the Eagles, right? When Dak, when Dak's healthy. He's coming back. There's no doubt about that. When Dak's healthy, he's coming back. And I, I, Jerry Jones can say all he wants. He, anyone can say. I don't know how good of an idea that is. If if he sucks, they're taking him out. And Cooper Rush is going to I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. That's, that's not a good what's idea. That's not a good idea. Guys, it's the Cowboys. It's what they're going to do. I understand it's the Cowboys. It's but what they, they're going to do. I'm, I, I promise you that's exactly you know, how they're going to play. You've got to give him the Tom Brady role, you know? So you, you wait until Rush there. throws a few picks in a game, then you bring Dak. Gotta let back him go in. out no. on his shield, man. You gotta let him go out on his shield. It's just you, you can't just go quarterback by committee just because this dude's fucking healthy. He stunk up his first fucking few games in the in the season, and Cooper Rush is doing well. Like you just let the man fucking play. He's doing well. He's winning games. Let him play. And and the problem is, Dave, is Dak. Dak probably won't let that happen because yeah, Dak's Dak's been somewhat of a prima donna his entire career. Well, Jerry. The, but yeah, yeah, but but shouldn't it, be up to Jerry we, either. Hang on, hang on. We have this conversation. Well, he's he is the GM, so there there is a little bit of weight there. You but gotta let the coach. We have this right. conversation. We have this conversation about every sport every year when it comes to coaching and the the money that's invested in these guys and who should be playing. And you're absolutely right, Dave. Sometimes it's the hot hand. Sometimes it's the better player. Here's a hot take. Maybe Cooper Rush is just better than Dak Prescott. That's not true. It's not true. Maybe, maybe listen, he it, is. Maybe he is. But Bobby. so, but but they've so the the entire game plan has changed with with, with Cooper Rush in there. Listen, he threw for hundred and six yards on Sunday. It's not like he lit up the joint on Sunday. If he, he wins, does, if he wins two playoff games, he he's, is better than fucking Dak he's, he's he's on the same level, if not a little below, like the. The Jimmy G tier. How do you sure. know that Jimmy but G? He's winning how do you know? games of football. I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. But you can definitely let Dak come into the same exact offense. That's that's what you're I don't think the that's, offense will be the same when he comes in, though. But that's what I'm th- saying. It wasn't the same when he left. So why would it be the same when he comes back? Because it's been successful. You know what I, I mean? I, I don't. I, rush. But why wouldn't it be successful with Dak Prescott? Because he's not going to run offense. He's not going to do it. He's not well, going to do not? it. They simplify the offense for Cooper Rush. They simplify the offense for Cooper Rush. Dak Prescott is going to come in and be like, I want my playbook back. We got to add all these plays back in. And he's going to fuck up, and you guys are going to lose again. Just Zeke leave the guy in. That's better. fucking good. But, but it, Zeke I, even I looks it. better with Cooper Rush at quarterback. But like, what? So this is this this is all, this whole narrative is just it's. I'm not. I get it. I do. I love Cooper Rush, and I love what he's doing. This is amazing. 
but Dak Prescott is still the starting quarterback of this team. And he, he, he brings such a different element to the team. I get what happened week one. All right. We've already talked what, about what it. is week he one, week one, week one is, is bullshit. You know what I mean? I overreacted. Everyone overreacts to week one, but if you bring in Dak to this, right. And you still give Pollard 15 carries a game, you still give Zeke but that won't 15 carries a game. And Dak also throws for 275 yards. It just adds such a different element. A hundred. Listen, I think you're underestimating the ego of Dak Prescott. Bobby, let me ask you a hypothetical. I'm question. not though. I'm just, Bobby, I, I let, think, let I me, think, I think you guys are overestimating what, why we're winning. Cooper Rush is not why we're winning. Have you ever heard the, the expression, if it ain't broke, don't fix it? Yeah, but like. That's just it, how I view it. Hey, Bobby, when Trey Lance is, broke, hey, guys. hey, when There's Trey no Lance is healthy, offense. when Trey Lance is healthy, does he come back and start over Jimmy G? No. That's so different. That's so let, different. Let me give you a, a red That's pill, so blue different. pill question. Hang on. Red pill, blue pill, hypothetical. Okay. Okay. Blue pill, you get Dak Prescott. You're guaranteed to go to the playoffs, but you can lose in the first round. Red pill, Cowboys have Cooper Rush as the quarterback, guaranteed to go to the NFC Championship. Cooper Rush. You don't even need to go on. But the thing is, is so listen, that's Which what I mean. Which one takes I, you out of the matrix? I love, so I... this uh, is The this green is, one, but we, we ran out. This is my theory, where this is like what how how the optimal path i see the season shaking out as cooper rush does stay in we we beat philly this week i don't know if that's gonna happen but we beat philly this week if we beat philly cooper rush stays in until he plays like shit in my opinion if that happens then you bring dak in and he takes over from there if it doesn't it doesn't and then you let cooper keep playing and then you trade him for a first round pick and Dak's still the starting goddamn quarterback of this franchise guys he is It'll it'll be a Nick Foles Carson Wentz situation. What what else? I, do I'm we not have saying it's smart. I'm not saying it's smart. I'm not Bobby. saying I agree. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm telling you what's gonna happen, and that's 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 just how the Cowboys operate. <clears throat> Dak Prescott is listen. We 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 just gave up Randy Gregory, Amari Cooper, and all these guys because we paid Zeke ninety five million dollars. We paid Dak Prescott a hundred and fucking whatever. Dak Prescott's going nowhere. The only person who's getting traded is Cooper Rush. I can promise you that. Yeah, maybe, but I'm talking about this season. Um, I, I get that. All right, moving on. All right, who, who's the next team before I go off on a wait, 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 no, wait, wait, listen. First, we can't just I, take it all up with Cooper Rush. How about that fucking defense? Yeah, they look great. I told you they were going to look great. I don't know why everybody was so puzzle this to them like not being a good defense they were like the best defense on paper coming in the, very, coming in very much like the 49ers good defense with a quarterback who can uh <laughs> game manage the game and and win yeah i mean i think that the cowboys Jimmy G's probably has like Cooper more Rush. recognizable all-stars on it than the 49ers but i think that the 49ers maybe play a little bit better as a cohesive unit but i enjoy watching both of them i've, I've been enjoying the cowboys defense past couple of seasons as you know bobby i've been on your been on your team for that one all right moving on i think what we're gonna do is just because we only have a couple minutes left we're gonna take the bills the chiefs and the eagles who are three two and one respectively and we're just gonna parse them out a little bit because the the bills and the chiefs are gonna play each other soon and both teams have both teams have obviously are completely fucking stacked on paper 
Uh, you know, the Bills were everybody's number one pound for pound coming in. The Chiefs, obviously, still amazing. You know, Juju doesn't look quite as good as Tyreek Hill. He, he doesn't get the same targets. But still, I mean, like, it, for, uh, Travis Kelsey is just looking like the best tight end of all time out there, like scoring so four good. touchdowns in a, in, a, in a given night. So thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, kept me in a fantasy matchup this weekend, which was outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I, I won my game Not by our a billion points because of that. <laughs> but yeah, you got fucking smoked in our league, Joe. <laughs> Not our fantasy. That was bulletin board this back. morning. <laughs> that was bulletin How many moves back. I made this morning? Yeah, they fucking <laughs> e- they emailed me to be like, this is the, the biggest that, that Twitter week, post I put up was on was on the bulletin board in Joe's locker room, and everyone just got fired. Everyone got fired. Everybody you got, got it. Fired. Everybody's gone. Cleaned house. I tried to help you. I tried to make some trade offers that you just wouldn't do it. Yeah, now I'm now I'm screwed this week because both of my top running backs are on bye. So I maybe I should have done that with you. Well, maybe we can talk. All right. So <laughs> the Bills and the Chiefs are in kind of similar situations where they're you know, very highly rated teams that have looked a little bit deficient in certain areas. Uh, maybe haven't won games as quite as as decisively as we may have expected them to. Between the Bills and the Chiefs, uh, and I'll reserve the Eagles for a second between the bills and the chiefs who do you have more faith in to secure themselves a championship this year now that a few games have have sort of unfolded and you've seen them both on the field bobby bobby you you ready let's answer at the same time one two three the chiefs buffalo <laughs> <laughs> um i i i think they both so when you think about it they've both had moments this season where they look like they don't want to win games you know what i mean where they're just coughing yeah, things up I mean. where, where where you're like what what are they doing yeah, but they also both have had moments where you're like, "Oh my god!" Like this, this is football porn. Like, like Monday this night football the porn, bro. right? Exactly. And the, what was it Thursday? Whenever they played the yeah, who did they be forty four to seven? Someone. But yeah, they're they're just beautiful football. And if you had asked me to pick between one of the two. I got to pick the Chiefs, man, because you've seen them do it before. And they kind of molded the offense to a point where, listen, Mahomes was getting into trouble last year, forcing that ball down the field so much. And they've kind of reeled that back in to where now it's Edwards Hilaire. And now they got that rookie uh, Pacheco. Yeah, um, he runs hard. Who, right. And it, it, it's it's a whole different system. Juju had that, a game on Monday. About time. But Mahomes can still be there is the thing. You know what I mean? Like, so you still have this conservative system, but at the same time, Mahomes can still light it up when you ask him to. So it's just, it's it's a different element that they have now. I just think the bills are a wagon. I still think they're a wagon. I said it. I said it in preseason last year. I said a preseason this year. uh, And I'll say it now. I I just think, I I think uh, Josh Allen has become the quarterback that no one thought he could become. I think he's got really, really good receivers. Uh, his his backfield is better than they were with Brian Dable as the OC, and their defense is outstanding. And they brought in Von Miller, and they they made the right move bringing in Von Miller. I think they're I think they're the more reliable team. I understand what Bobby's saying. I, I think if you you can rely on the Chiefs to give you a quick hitter, they've done it before. They've been there before. But I think the Bills right now are just building towards greatness and consistency, and they're doing a hell of a job at it. I just want to see them beat the Chiefs. If they beat the <laughs> Chiefs, I'm on board. Oh, but, yeah, that uh, would obviously I'm, be a big test. I, I think that the Chiefs, though, you know, just to just I would probably pick the Chiefs as of right now, just based on what I've seen from them. But I think the Chiefs, much like you guys were talking about Kirk Cousins in prime time, like they're kind of the opposite. Like the Chiefs, I think, are better the bigger the game, uh, the more eyes on them, the more pressure on them. I think they get better. 
And I think that's a that's a formidable quality in uh, in a team that you know it it tends to get you a championship or two if you get better when the pressure's on. So a question for both of you, and we'll we'll sort of end on this point. Uh, Bobby, you pick the Chiefs. Joe, you pick the Bills. Bobby, I'll start with you. The Chiefs play the Eagles in NFC AFC, right? Yeah. So they the uh, Chiefs play the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Who wins and why? I think the Chiefs win, man. When it comes down to it, listen, I, I now you're gonna make me contradict my power rankings live on the air. Thanks. No, 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 because uh, no, you no. Know, like, no, like you said, like the power well, rankings are like right as of right, right now. now. Right. Now. Talking you know, about, we're Bobby. talking about a championship game for all the fucking marbles. It's next week, and they gotta go play. The Chiefs are playing the Eagles. Who you got? Yeah. What what my brain goes to is what I've seen before. And in and, and my experience in the past, and listen, I've seen Patrick Mahomes in a championship game show up and, and show up and win his team that game. I've seen Jalen Hurts show up to a championship game and almost lose his team that game <laughs> in the BCS National Championship game like what five years ago. Tua had to come in and save the day. But that just burned in my mind un- until further notice. But Jalen, <laughs> um, uh, until I see Jalen perform in the playoffs, I, I will have some doubts about Philly and how far they can go into January. But if it's like a week seven game and it's in Philly, I'll pick Philly. You know, like 100% I pick Philly. Yeah. Uh, but the Super Bowl, man, yeah, I think I go Chiefs. So, Joe, you chose the uh, Buffalo Bills between the two. Same situation, NFC, AFC. Buffalo Bills are playing the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen in the wagon versus Jalen Hurts in the his bird cage, <laughs> his his friends. Uh, what's uh, who you got? He's got he's got Buffalo. an electric scooter. Just I, I got the AFC regardless yeah. of which one of those teams takes them on. I think the Eagles are flawed. I don't think they're as good as we think they are, or they're making us believe. I don't think it's like the I don't think it's like the the eleven and zero start that Pittsburgh had. What was that two years ago? I don't think they're that flawed, but. I don't think they even get to the Super Bowl. I don't think Jalen Hurts ends up winning. There is a strength uh, of question with the Eagles. We did talk about this last week. Yeah, and, and it's so. I mean, the rest th- of the th- this week, th- this week is a, is a test. It's a, it's against the Cowboys. How can they? How will they play against this kind of a defense? Uh, this kind of game management, not the quarterback in himself, but the 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 overall plan. I mean, and a momentum team as well. We don't we don't do well against mobile quarterbacks. So. So they beat the lions by three. Uh, they blew out the Vikings who I still think are a good football team. They blew out the commanders who are a bad football team. They beat the Jaguars by eight and they beat the Cardinals by three. And now they have the Cowboys and the Steelers back to back. Not that I think that the Steelers are a great football team, but that's always a hard nosed battle between those two teams. Either way, that's I don't care who it game. is. In the like, Super you Bowl. can't, you can't really, you know, anything can happen. Both. I, I think I think that team is flawed, and I don't think Nick Sirianni is a very good coach. So I, I would take the AFC uh, regardless of which two teams. Both the Eagles and the Cowboys have the entire AFC South remaining on their schedule. <laughs> just so, well, just so you that's know, nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's a nice <laughs> well, vacation. I mean, Tampa's not very good, pocket. so they'll be they're done. on the beach already. So I mean, I th- you know I, I I'd have to agree with you guys in your assessment of the Eagles. I mean, I have been pretty vocal about it up until this point, but I will say just as a counterpoint. The I've seen teams build up really good records against not very good teams, and that confidence has carried them through. So, you know, 
even if they don't beat everybody and they do get whether you know they're number one in the power rankings so we have to sort of conceptualize them being in the super bowl and if they are it'd be a fun super bowl to watch a lot of dynamic players i'd love to see them come through the ravens too like that'd be a crazy year <laughs> or no they can't right fucking nfc afc i always get this i always get the i always think the ravens are in the nfc for some reason but birds you know that'd be a cool matchup. I doubt they. Fucking, I, d- I doubt like both teams are making the fucking Super Bowl, but that that'd be a cool matchup. But even even if the Eagles lost every tough game remaining on their schedule, they would only have three losses to end the season. Yeah, and we'll like you know, that. they could be a, they could be be a dynamic and confident team going into the playoffs that just rides that streak. But I think what we did with our little hypothetical is we uh, discovered that. I like that. That was nice. Even though, even though the Eagles are number one in the power rankings, no one fucking believes in them. All right. For Broadway Joe Malkin, for the real BK Bob Kelly, MDK Sizzle, Dave Clark. And that was Missing the Point. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your hosts for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Electricast.